When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. You know what the weird thing about recording your own voice is, is that sometimes you can't recognize it. You're like, is that the sound of my voice? Is that really my voice? Uh, And, you know, I think it is. Speaking of voices, man, master of the segue, Hannah Hart, still got it. Uh, uh, uh. Speaking of voices, I have uh, really been trying to regain my voice and my grounded relationship with um, with myself. I think we all get so caught up and distracted because society is uh, literally designed to make us caught up and distracted that we lose sight of ourselves if any of us are lucky enough to have ever really known how to be in touch with yourself, um, which is a journey and it's a journey that needs tending. It's a garden. It's a garden that needs tending and constant repair. And you got to check it out and make sure you're still on track with your life. This morning, Charles ate my yogurt and I lost it. I just was just internally, you know, I lost it inside. Uh, I, I just really was excited. I had this like really, really great, like vanilla bean yogurt, you know, man, like the vanilla bean yogurt that's got the little like you know, you know, it's like legit, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like money is not, um, uh, you know, uh, let's say available <laughs> to us right now. No one is uh, free from the abusive and fucked up nature of the American healthcare system, including people that others may perceive as rich. So um, we just don't have any capital, which is fine because there's ink in the printer and food in the fridge and a roof over our heads and money in the stock market. Can I get a hey to any of the people that are also playing the stock market game with me? You know, you could invest. Remember the episode with Sally Krawcheck? You should check it out. But I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I've totally got money invested in GameStop, but I'm not telling you to do it. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just your friend. Anyway, I miss you guys. I miss you a lot. I miss talking to the internet. I miss feeling free and safe. I miss feeling like we had a place that was just for us because no one thought they could make money off of it, you know? The only person who should be making money off this art is me, man, because this is literally my soul. Uh, the commodification of pain. I mean, what we call the entertainment industry, huh? The zing, 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 zing. Anyway, I just wanted to connect because I miss you and I think about you every single day. I think about you every day and I worry because as I find who I am right now, by the way, that's what I mean when I say get in touch with yourself. It's not that there's been this one constant true self. People grow and people evolve and people reset and people have to pivot. And people need to understand that they are are like a flower in bloom. It doesn't stay the same. You might want different things at different times in your life and that's okay. The only 
thing that needs you to never change or never want or never need is the great wheel of capitalism that grinds us all down, 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 that our society is based off of. They want you to stay exactly as you are with only one goal, maybe, which is to scale your life into oblivion, you know? But most people in America aren't even given that option to try and grow and scale. Most people have to do the same thing every day. And I thought, oh, I'm creative. You know, I'm an artist, so I I just can't. But I'm just lucky because I'm lucky and white, you know? Anyway... I have a lot of thoughts on that, and I'm going to get more specific with it. But there is something I wanted to share with you guys um, that I felt really compelled to. And I'm trying to say yes to myself again. I'm trying to pretend like there's nobody here but me. And I'm just here to make a statement and share it with some people that I think could receive it well, you know. And as I start to tiptoe back, I'm just so scared I'm going to lose you. I'm scared I'm going to lose people because we've lost people this year. We've lost people this year. Yeah. I am very invested in the well-being of other humans. And unfortunately, people don't... We've had family and friends that we are no longer family or friends with. It hurts. And you get the texts that are like, Just want you to know that you're loved. Thinking of you. Hope you're well. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm fucking great, man. I'm fucking great. It's hard. I'm great. (laughs) This is uh, something that I think really probably, you know, the queer people who listen to this podcast can relate to, or maybe they can't because they haven't gotten there yet. But found family is a real fucking thing, man. And I think all people can benefit from it. I'm even scared to say anything about my experience as a person because I don't want people to feel alienated from it. But listen, if hearing about the experience of another person makes you feel threatened and you feel alienated, that's because the way you live your life is based on threatening and alienating them. So if hearing about someone else's life experience and their perspective of the world and their experience of their world and their expertise on the stratifi- on the on the area they live in on the stratification of society if their expertise on it by sharing with you makes you feel threatened then you are participating in a system to oppress them okay so i am a queer person in america i am Super fucking queer. So I don't need to make every single thing I say relatable to every person here. But if you have compassion, you'll be interested. And if you want to listen, you can listen. I don't know. I'm just trying to protect myself from stopping. I don't want to stop. I have every right to share my experience. I have every right to say things. I can say things. I can say things. And I don't have to think about making sure that I'm brand friendly and I don't have to think about making sure that every person listening doesn't feel hurt. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just trying to talk. So I don't know if you guys can tell, but I've been really struggling lately with feeling like I can authenticate my own voice. I feel like watching everybody take sides like this, I see 
so many straight white people moving backwards across the bridge that we built. We're building a bridge together. Let's travel across it. Let's keep walking forward. But as we get older and as I I see people around me having children, I see them change. People don't want to be brave. People don't want to take risks. And when those in need are asking you to be brave and take risks with them, it's because they need you desperately. And the reality is, is that a lot of people are so wrung dry by the way the society functions They can't fathom being needed by anyone because they can't even be there and admit that they need themselves. I'm going to talk about this more when I do an episode. I have an outline about um, compulsory heterosexuality and all this fun stuff that's, again, not threatening. You exist. Your life is great. If it makes you nervous and uncomfortable, it's only because it's true. But... For me, and in this practice of trying to jump back into the podcast, I um, wanted to share with you guys some work I'm doing on on confidence. I'm going to take a bite of this oatmeal. So if you don't like to hear people chewing, turn it down. No, just kidding. I would never do that. Well, maybe you do want to hear me chew. See, isn't that weird? You guys know mukbang? No, fuck it. Don't even look it up. That's not entertainment. There's no story there. That's not a, well, if it entertains you, it's great. I'm a storyteller. That's what I like to do. I like to tell stories. I don't like to follow trends. I don't like to do things because they're being done. That makes it immediately not interesting. And guess what? That doesn't make me selfish. That doesn't make me narcissistic. That doesn't make me bad. That doesn't make me bad. Just because I don't want to be the most popular thing. That doesn't make me bad. I am good. I am good. I can just be small. I like small things. They're the only things that really keep you going. The color of an orange, the way the air smells when it's rained, those are beautiful things, man. And that's okay. I don't have to pretend that I need a bunch of consumer products to make my life easier. I don't. I like being inside my, I like being alive inside my life. I don't need convenience and to rush and to move through time as quickly as possible so that I can continue to participate in a machine that doesn't serve me. Anyway, so confidence, right? So there's, oh, my oatmeal. I have to take a bite. One second. Ooh, maybe we should pause. Uh, I'll put in, speaking of all that, um, Yeah, uh, let's listen to a fun ad. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hello, my friends. Okay, so um, Ella came back from treatment with this book called The Confidence Gap, A Guide to Overcoming Fear and Self-Doubt. And, you know, most books are pretty hard to read and also written through a, like, um, you know, like, 
gendered heteronormative lens and it hurts me I get sad every time people give me great self-help books or like read this book recommend this blah 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 and I you know when I see like people talk about relationships in husband wife male female terms yeah it's isolating you know I wish we could just say spouse I wish we could just say partner I wish we could just say person because not everybody I don't know. But it also, honestly, like so much of the self-help industry and wellness in general is really about like wealthness. And the wealthiest people are some of the most sick people you'll ever meet, which is so bizarre because they're the ones with the access to all the tools. I'll tell you something. Uh, we, you know, we are fortunate enough to get Ella into a treatment center, but it like broke the bank, man. Like, I just... It's so expensive to live and to try and live. It's so wrong. I can't get past that. And I need to get my confidence back so I can find a way to invite people into my understanding or at least to express myself. I just want to express myself. I just want to express myself. It is so fucked up that there's all that there are all of these resources and tools and medications and skill sets and honestly just like groups and therapies and things that are out there and but they're all behind this wall of money we aren't giving anyone a chance that's not okay anyway, so I'm reading this book called The Confidence Gap because I'm not feeling very confident, you know, because I've got these thoughts and feelings I want to share and express. And I just um, have really gotten into a pattern of guilting and shaming and second guessing myself uh, for not participating in the way I'm supposed to. You know, it's like get rich, get richer, more, 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 scale, scale, scale. And you can really get manipulated into this idea that just because you're touching the lives of more people, you're being more effective, but some of our most toxic systems are the broadest, aren't they? So I'll be very happy to stay right here with you and me because I miss you and I think about you every single day. So this, I'm going to read to you from um, this book that's talking about uh, the journey to rebuilding or building your confidence um, by starting with asking you some questions. So if You lived in a world of unlimited confidence, dot, dot, dot. How would you behave differently? I wrote, I'm just going to read the questions and say my answers. (laughs) Yay. And you guys can, uh, I'll take a picture of the book and put it up on the Patreon. Um, If you, okay, I'm all like talking about my, yeah, no, but you need money to live. Okay. If I had unlimited confidence, I would be more calm. The next question is, how would you walk and talk differently? For me, I think I would listen more, control less. That's what I wrote in my notes. (laughs) How would you play, work, and perform differently? I wouldn't feel guilty. I would share what I want to make. I would start more often, and I would question myself less. But, you know, it's good to question yourself to an extent, right? We all need, like, a little bit of humility. I think. I believe. I don't know. I've been raised in America. Turns out all of it's a lie. Holy fucking shit. Anyway, how would you treat yourself differently? 
Uh, I w- oh how no how would you treat others differently? I would be less reactive. I would be less volatile. I would have more patience and have more endurance. How would you treat yourself differently? I would have more kindness. I would be more kind. And to be honest, I also just drew an arrow back to the top saying, I would be less reactive. I'd be less volatile. Uh, How would you talk to yourself differently? Oh, how would you treat your body differently? I would feel more gratitude uh, in its functions, all of them, even if they are imperfect, even if I'm not as strong or as thick or as skinny or as anything as I want to be, I would just be grateful that my body is here. If I had more confidence, <clears throat> you know, um, okay, I'm just going to keep going. That's okay. We're, we're starting without stopping. We're just going to keep fucking going, buddy. Okay. How would your character change? How would my character change if I had more confidence? That's a tough one. I guess I would be more gentle and I would feel less shame. What sorts of things would you start doing? I would make more and share more. You know, I, at this point, I feel so vulnerable so constantly that I can't even share. I can't even make things. I was at the point and I'm rebuilding, but I was at the point where I couldn't even make things for myself. You know, I have all these songs in my head and all these ideas and they're all at my fingertips. And I just, I don't know if I'm protecting them or what, but it's really takes a lot of bravery to say something or post something. I'm like quadruple guessing whether or not I should even post this, but I want to, so I will. Okay. What sort of things would you stop doing? If I had more confidence, I think I would stop um, drinking to feel confident or drinking to feel numb enough to feel confident. You know, I think that the idea that's always reinforced is you got to loosen up you know, and I think if I had more confidence, I wouldn't have to loosen up. And if I didn't have to loosen up, I wouldn't have to, um, how do you put this? Uh, poison your body. What goals would you set and work towards? I would say my goals that I have making more and sharing more, judging myself less. What difference would your newfound confidence make in your relationships around you? And how would you behave differently towards those people? I wrote, I wouldn't let the emotional health of those around me become my emotional health. And like, I just want to say that I am in a constant state of thinking about how my actions are going to affect another person. And it has stopped me in my tracks. It has stopped me from making and sharing anything because people who don't it's just somehow I've poured all these voices inside the judge and the critic in my mind and they're all stopping me but no one's here but me I'm here you're here Hannah and even if they hear this and they think thoughts about themselves or they think thoughts about you that's about them that's in their world in my world right now I am here with my beautiful little cup and my beautiful yellow microphone. And I'm doing this because I'm trying to just have enough confidence to exist. That's my goal. That's really my goal. I want to have enough confidence to exist. And for me, part of existence is making and sharing things, not for profitability, but just because I have to. I just, 
I have to. I want to make and share things. I want to put it out there. I want to see if anybody... else feels this way sometimes that's all that's all okay uh the next question is what difference would your newfound confidence help you make in the world oh i forgot that is the um next the last question actually and i wrote i would believe that my efforts to promote positive change were enough because they are my own oh man it's hard we are uh you know, there's a lot of need and there's a lot going on and I just feel so ineffective and I've kind of like somehow lost all the principles that I started out with, which was like doing something is always more than nothing. Practicing reckless optimism. I'll tell you, never take your moral code and make it into something marketable. It will exist outside your body. And then once it's outside of you, you've lost it, man. Like you lose it. I, I've lost touch with the stuff that really that I came here to say, you know, and I'm trying to get it back. But at the same time, I just, I just want to keep some things close to me. I don't know. It's a really tricky balance and I'm really struggling even now, not even, even now. I think that's another false idea is that once you are working on something, you're going to have like these milestones and these markers and you're going to see, oh, look at that growth that I can quantify and show like I'm back, baby. But no, that's not real. That's not real. I don't want to have a coming back to the internet campaign and I don't have to. I've like completely pushed away so many aspects of my life because I just need to hear myself again without anybody else's needs in front of me. And I can't help it because I'm fucking codependent with work and life. And I just keep thinking that if someone else needs it, then it's okay. But that's not true. It's not about their need. It's about their want or even worse about how they are distracting themselves from their own personal work. Not that that matters. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of ranty here. Um, I'm rusty, guys. I'm rusty, you know, and I'm dusty. And I hope that you enjoy this. Um, I want to read to you the, the thing that I felt like really helped. <clears throat> so after I wrote down all those things, the next part goes into a system of values and goals. So basically understanding the assignment between is this a value or is this a goal? And here's how they describe values. Values are, <clears throat> values are desired quantities of ongoing action. In other words, your values describe how you want to behave as a human being, how you want to act on, as a, on an ongoing basis, what you stand for in life, the principles you want to live. Okay, I'm going to try this one again. Okay, <clears throat> let me. Okay. Uh, okay. I think what we've really lost sight of is the difference between our values and our goals. And there's a big difference. Values are desired qualities of ongoing actions, or at least that's how this book defines it, meaning how you want to behave. For me, being kind is a value. Being honest is a value. Goals are outcomes. They're what you want to get, complete. They want, you want to possess, achieve. Goals are 
more tangible and values are the intangible. And I, I think that we mix that up. I have to live a life aligned with my values. And I stopped doing that. And I'm trying to live my life aligned with my values again. But I'm so scared. I'm so scared. It's like, I don't want to make my values valuable. You know what I mean? (sighs) So, I mean, I can already feel myself talking myself out of posting this or anything like that, but I'm just, I'm just going to put it up. I'm just actually, maybe I'll just put it up on the Patreon. I'm trying. I'm really, really trying to come back. I just don't know. Maybe it'll never feel easy. Maybe that was the trap. Maybe I tricked myself into thinking it felt easy before. But really, I was just going numb. I don't know. (sighs) I hope... Yeah. I just want to live one life truly and deeply in all facets. So that's what I'm here to do. So that's the uh, analyze this update for Hannah Hart. This is how I'm doing lately. And uh, this is how I'm doing today. And um, some days it's like bing, bing, bong, ricky tikka ta. Some days it's like this, which is like paralysis, you know? Um, And that's okay. I'm just trying to break out of paralysis and become fluid again. So that's me. Okay. (laughs) No, really. uh, Thank you. And thanks for listening. Um, Thank you.